What time is it? What time is it? There's no time like island time. Nobody is ahead, nobody's behind. Everything's fine on island time. And you'll be living on island time. Caribbean breezes blow through my mind. With sand meets sea, that's where you'll find me. Oh, just living on island time. I'm living on island time. I may be late, but you know I'm trying to make the best of an uphill climb. There's just so much I can do to make it through. I'm living on island time. Being late back is my only crime. Trying to find a little peace of mind. Living on island Greetings, greetings, folks from the campus of Baldwin-Wallace University on the north coast of America right here in Berea, Ohio. It's yet again another snowy Monday on the north coast. DK Dennis King on duty. We've got a great show lined up for you tonight. We've got a wild interview coming up in a little while here shortly with uh, Chuck Meyer. He's written some uh, great books. The latest one is about boating. And we're going to get a Music on the Bay update as well, coming up here very shortly with Bill Conley and Dorothy Bedlin. But let's get to things. Jimmy Buffett starting things off. traveled all around the world And there are places that still stand out to me None can really quite compare To my island in the sea, my personal utopia, a place to run to where I can hide away. Where I can truly rescue somewhere fresh and clean, where a man can dream. The music in my soul makes me start to lose control, and I'll melt right on the spot. I'm the king of somewhere hot, king of somewhere hot, king of somewhere. And dance the night away Just like the locals do A million miles from Robin Leach 
Life is just a beach So far out of reach I'm king King of somewhere hot I'm king Like every man should be I'm king King of somewhere hot With the music in my soul Makes me start to lose control And I'll melt right on Pretend I don't live in it Sunshine gonna wash my blues away Had sweet love but I lost it She got too close so I fought it Now I'm lost in the world Trying to find me a better way Wishing I was Deep, deep in the water somewhere Got the blue sky breeze And it don't seem fair Only worry in the world Is the tide gonna reach my chair Sunrise, there's a fire in the sky Never been so happy, never felt so high And I think I might have found me my own kind of paradise 
Pacific back in a minute Bought a boat and I sailed off in it Don't think anybody's gonna miss me anyway Mind on a permanent vacation The ocean is my only medication Wishing my condition ain't ever gonna go away Cause now I'm knee deep in the water somewhere Got the blue sky breeze blowing wind through my hair Only worry in the world is the tide gonna reach my chair Sunrise, there's a fire in the sky Never been so happy, never felt so high And I think I might have found me my own kind of paradise This champagne shore washing over me It's a sweet, sweet life Living by the salty sea One day you could be as lost as me Change your geography Maybe you might be In the water somewhere Got the blue sky breeze Blowing wind through my hair Only worry in the world Is a tide gonna reach my chair Sunrise, there's a fire in the sky Never been so happy Never felt so high And I think I might have found me My own kind of paradise Come on in the water's nice Find yourself a little slice Grab a backpack and lines You never know until you try When you lose yourself You find the key to paradise Zach Brown Band right there with Knee Deep. Jimmy Buffett singing on that one as well, as well as the first song we heard tonight, King of Somewhere Hot from the Hot Water album 1988 from Jimmy Buffett. DK Dennis King on duty. It's the Island Time Radio Show. And a little bit later on in the show, not too far from now, we're going to be talking to Chuck Meyer. He's an author of several books, and he's got this really cool one called Adventures in Boating that we're going to talk about tonight. But in the meantime, we, we have music on the bay coming up soon. In fact, uh, not next week, but the week after, we'll begin our Music on the Bay preview shows. We're going to have four consecutive shows where we feature all the artists that are at Music on the Bay. And uh, that'll start up in a couple weeks. But tonight we have two of the main people involved with the organization of the whole event, Bill Connolly and Dorothy Bedlin from the Tampa Bay Parrothead Club. And we're going to talk to both of them right after this very quick break. It is the Island Time Radio Show on the Sting WBWC. Thanks for tuning in tonight on this chilly night. All right, very exciting. In a couple of weeks, we're going to be starting to talk about the a Trump Rock event of the year. It's been the winner of that uh, award for many years in the Trap Rock Music Association Awards. It's the uh, Music on the Bay event in Tampa Bay, Florida, and I got a couple of the organizers on the telephone tonight. We have Bill Connolly. Bill? Yes, I'm here. How are you, Dennis? Hey, Bill. Good. Welcome back to the show. And we also have Dorothy Bedlin with us. Dorothy? Hi. How you doing, Dennis? Excellent. Good. Good to talk to you guys. Yeah, it's uh, thank you for having us on. You know, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have to be part of uh, Music on the Bay for the last. This will be our tenth year, and uh, I'm fortunate enough to have one of the prettiest ladies in Tampa, Florida, uh, 
uh, as a co-chair for the past 10 years. And that's my parrothead wife, Dorothy Bedlam. Oh, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. Perfect. I love this event. It's it's my favorite event of all the Parrothead Trap Rock events I go to. And uh, looking forward to it. last year. Of course, we didn't have it because of COVID. So we're very much looking forward to this. It's March uh, 2nd through the 6th. Do I have that right? Yes. That's correct. We start on Wednesday the 2nd. And if you want me to run through uh, a little bit of the lineup at any time. Uh, sure. You know, I, I tell, tell us anything you'd like to tell us about the event for anybody who doesn't know. Dorothy, you want to start or you want me to, to go through the lineup a little bit? Uh, go ahead and go through the lineup because that's actually, you know, one of the biggest reasons people come to Music on the Bay. So let's do that first. Sure, sure. Well, Wednesday, we open up at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and we go from 2 to 4 with Jeff Brewer and the and the uh, Jeff and the Camaros. Okay, and Jeff is a great guy. He runs his own uh, music event up in Panama, Panama City. Uh, he'll be starting off, and he's done that for the last couple of years. We also have Don Middlebrook. Everybody loves Don Middlebrook. He's playing from 4 to 6. Great guy, great entertainer. And then from 6 to 8, we have uh, Boomer Blake and Danny Rosado. Okay? And, uh, you know, Danny's had some health issues, but he's back, and uh, hopefully everything will be all right. Right. And then from 8 to 10, the Trop Rock Junkies are going to be on the big stage from 8 to 10 o'clock on Wednesday. So, you know, that's a, Wednesday is a day. It's part of Music on the Bay, but it's also a regular meeting night for the Tampa Bay Parrothead Club. So Wednesday is a day anybody can come without having to pay okay. uh, the $90, $90 to uh, get entrance to Music on the Bay. Anybody can get in on Wednesday. And we encourage that. Excellent. You know, we really encourage that. People yeah. get to uh, get to know what it's all about and so forth, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a tease in a way. I mean, it, I mean, when you talk about from 2 o'clock to 10 o'clock having great music, you know, it's uh, really a fun way to start it off. We've Absolutely. been doing that for the last few years. Yeah. Then on Thursday, we start off with T.J. Walsh from 2 to 4. He's a great local guy. He lives here in, in Florida now. He used to live in South Carolina. From 4 to 6, one of my favorite bands from New Jersey, the Robin Tricker Band. She's going to bring her full band down this year from 4 to 6. And then from 6 to 8, Jonas Lawrence Band. Uh, They call that uh, Category 5 when he has Boomer with him and Danny. And then, uh, let's see, from 6 to 8, is uh, that's uh, uh, Jonas Lawrence. And from 8 to 10 is uh, Ricky Lamb and the Fanatics great band out of the midwest yes okay and then uh, we have an after party back at the godfrey hotel which rich mcguire is sitting here right now having a beer with me excellent he and his boys from the tabana dogs they uh, they put on a show from 10 o'clock to 1 1 30 in the morning and it's any intent entertainers that are in town um you know play for us with that event and that is an event that uh, the first 50 people that that uh, buy tickets for the following year get to come in as VIPs and have a great time. Great party, yes. Yeah, so that's two days, okay? Um, we can move over to... Dennis, we hope to see you there for that. I'm yeah, planning. We'll let you in. Yeah, exactly. I'm planning on it. I got my tickets. I got my fun tickets. Yeah, Dennis, you have your ticket for that. You're one of our sponsors. <laughs> And I got my fun tickets just the other day, the plane tickets. (laughs) 
Go ahead with okay, uh, Friday. I'll keep going with Friday. I'm not going to give you the times. So I'm just going to tell you who's playing. Yeah. We start off early in the morning with Sonny Jim and Aubrey Ouellette. Uh She's really uh, an outstanding. Uh, everybody knows Sonny Jim, but Aubrey is really up and coming. And yes. She's a great girl. And then we have Chris Saxman with Roger Bartlett. Chris Saxman is out of Maryland. Great band. Then uh, Steve Hopper and Rick Lamb are going to be playing together with some of the half-hour time slots. And then the, the Tabana Dogs from 2 to 4. Uh, Rich McGuire is going to lead that control. He's having a, a shot of some expensive uh, rum right now, so he can't really say <laughs> much. <laughs> and then uh, Steve Hopper and Rick Lamb are going to do a couple of uh, uh, half-hour time slots. And then we have the... Uh, Donnie Brewer, uh, John Patty, and Johnny Dew are going to be playing on that day. Uh, Erica Sunshine Lee, Jim Asbell, and the Tropaholics. And then uh, we finish off that night with uh, Jimmy and the Parrots on Friday night from uh, 9.30 to 11.30. So you know that's going to be exciting. Awesome, yes. Great party. Yeah, yeah. And then um, on Saturday... Again, I'm not going to give the times. I'm just going to say the... Yeah. We have uh, over 130 entertainers for the whole weekend. So for your $90, if you haven't joined, uh, bought your ticket already, right now the ticket is 95 okay? But uh, you're going to see a lot of people if you come there that play all over the country, and uh, they really do a great job for us. Uh, John Frenzy, who moved to New Jersey, back to New Jersey, he's going to be there Saturday morning. The Sauce Boss is going to make his gumbo for us also. Tropical is going to be with us. Uh, Drop Dead Dangerous Loaded, okay, that's, uh, you know, five or six-piece band. Yes. Uh, very exciting when A1A um, had it canceled due to uh, prior commitments. Uh, we ended up getting uh, the Peter Mayer band is going to be playing for us, and also Scott Kirby band is going to be playing for us. Fabulous. Uh, and then from 7 to 9, we had the uh, we have uh, Pirate Flag, which is a, a Kenny Chesney cover band. Yes. And Pirate Flag played for us down in Meeting of the Minds, and people loved them. I mean, it was yeah. just a you know, great show they put on. Uh, Heather Vidal is playing with along with Eric Sunshine Lee. And uh, we finished that night from 9.30 to 11.30 with the boat trucks. Uh, the nearest, the dearest record and, and Doyle Grissom are going to be joining, uh, you know, the boat trunks and other bands, so it should be a really great show. Awesome. We've um, seen that in the past. Sunday, we, have, uh, we also have a great show on Sunday. Dave Signs uh, with MFG Records is playing from 8.30 to t uh, the 10 o'clock. He's got a number of different guys playing on that band you know, in that uh, time slot. And then we have uh, Reggie Sterrett is playing for us for an hour and a half on Sunday morning. And then Corned Beef and Curry out of Pittsburgh. They always do a great job. People love them. They get excited and put on a great show. We also have Mike Nash and Jerry Diaz uh, playing on Sunday morning. And then we finish off the show with uh, Johnny Rustler and the Beach Bomb Band. Excellent. So, uh, really, it's going to be a great show. Uh, you know, uh, uh, one more thing about Dave. We, you know, Dave, Dave uh, signs in the morning. He's going to have Ray Boone, Rudy Cox, Danny Hoy, Beth Trevers, uh, Travers, rather, and then John oh. McDonald, uh, Mac Martin, and, of course, 
Rich Schooner McGuire is going to be playing with them on Sunday morning as yeah. well. Yeah, you guys did that one other year. That had like a special morning show. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, yeah it was great. Yeah. Now, I remember in the past you told me you had like how many hours of trap rock? Is eighty something hours? Oh yeah, it's 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 uh, <laughs> eighty something hours. Like I used to know it by heart. But, uh, <laughs> Phenomenal! It keeps starting earlier every year. Now it's Wednesday at two o'clock. <laughs> and Dorothy, tell yeah, us. Well, that's, it's, we're trying to get the people, encourage people to come in early and just sit back, relax, put your feet in the sand, and then watch the goings on. Everybody always has a great show. The food is great. Whiskey Joe's puts on, uh, you know, drink specials and. Uh, you know, there'll be Dorothy will talk about our vendors. We have some really great vendors. And then the one thing, the other thing, um, you know, right now we have over 900 people coming to this show, so it's going to be a phenomenal event. And uh, Dorothy and I have been running this for 10 years, and in the past 10 years we've raised $392,000 for Shriners Hospital. For yes, Dorothy. fantastic. You know, so, uh, you know, we pay our own way. We pay our own tickets to get into the event. We pay our own hotels. Uh, we just love what we do. And uh, I can't say enough about Dorothy and her her leadership with the Tampa Bay Parenthood Club and also her leadership with Music on a Bay. You know, we get along very well. And like I say, she's my Parrothead wife. <laughs> I am very, very impressed by this event. And, uh, Apparently, Meeting of the Minds was so impressed that they hi- hired you uh, for Meeting of the Minds this year. I heard, I heard it was only a one-year deal for you, but uh, you got involved with their organization as well, right? Oh, it was a great. I, I had a great time with that. Yeah, but I have some family commitments that I had to remake for next year. But sure. you know, family comes first, so I have to do that. You know. So it's a great cause, Shriners Hospital. There's several hotels. Uh, some of them are walking distance, but you have this great shuttle that goes around, right, constantly the whole weekend? Yes. Yeah, we have uh, we have a great shuttle company that will pick you up and take you from the hotel over to the event. We don't want anybody driving. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's really, uh, we, we've uh, ironed out some of the kinks that we've had with it. And, uh, hey, you know, nothing's perfect, but we aim for everything to be uh, as smooth as possible. And with Dorothy's leadership, you know, uh, you know, we, we really, uh, we have, we have close to 30 volunteers that work with us and each one of them works, you know, uh, really well. And, you know, it's just an, just the fun thing to be part of, yeah. you know, it's really a, a fun operation. And, uh, you know, I love being a part of this. Of course, we wouldn't do it if, you know, we've been doing it for 10 years, and if you don't have fun doing what you're doing, you know, why do it? It's uh, all for a great cause, and the weather is usually pretty good. We talk about that. Uh, it, it's hit or miss in Tampa in that time of frame, but normally, uh, most years, we get 70s during the day. And uh, see how it goes in the evening, but usually it's not too bad, not too chilly. Yeah, we've looked ahead, Dennison. Uh, it looks Right now it looks good. Of course, it's way in, way in the future, but right now it looks pretty good. I always have you, your uh, Tampa Bay weather guy on the show the Monday before, so we'll we'll check with him again. Dennis Phillips, so we'll we'll check. Yes, with yes. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we'll get the final update. But musiconthebay.org is the website. Uh, register if you already haven't, folks. And I just want to thank you guys for doing this, and looking forward to see you guys. It's been you know since we didn't see you last year. Uh, oh, we did we did see Dorothy in Jacksonville. That's right. 
but uh, yeah, but I can do the Mother Marie thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but we haven't seen you at the Tampa for two years, so we're much looking forward to this. Yeah, actually, Dennis, yeah. before we hang up, we have the highest registration uh, that we've ever had before. Really? Um, we yes, we ended on the fifteenth of January for, to get a goodie bag, and uh, we were probably a hundred above that time of any year prior. Do you have, do you have a cutoff, or do you keep it going? Well, no, it, the cutoff is in February, but we have to cut it off for goodie bags or get a goodie because we we're ordering them now. And we can't wait to, you know, registration to be completed. So if they didn't get the registration in by the 15th, then they can still register, you know, but they can't, they won't be, you know, won't be able to get the goodie bag. No, I guess what I meant is, did you ever, do you ever have to cut it off because there's too many people? Or do you just? Um, yeah, we look at it a thousand, which we may hit this year, okay. in all honesty, for pre-registrations. Uh, but, you know, we, we would always have, day passes if we you know have to have them because we have to have them for whiskey joes we wouldn't um advertise them yeah and we wouldn't put there excellent all right well very good we're looking forward to this guys thank you so much for taking a few minutes and everybody check out music on the bay.org and i can't wait to see you guys I can't wait to see you. one more thing before we before we sign off yeah i Bill. just got a few rooms at the Gottfried hotel so if anybody needs room you know that they can uh Send me an email at csinc321 at yahoo.com, and I'd be happy to hook them up. Or maybe hit you up on Facebook either way, I'm thinking. Yeah. All right. That's where we're staying. That's a very convenient spot for the event. All right, guys, thanks so much. We appreciate it. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you, Dennis. Have a good evening. All right, Dorothy. Dorothy and Bill. All right, that's Bill Conley and Dorothy Bedlin from Music on the Bay. We're going to have Chuck... uh, Meyer on the telephone here in just a moment. I think he's trying to get through right now. But this is the song about music on the bay, Jumpstart, down in Middleborough. He's also one of the entertainers at this year's event. And in a couple weeks, we will start our MOTB preview shows right here on Island Time. Big town, big sound, drop rock, big huts, big kind, unwind. Goodness flows and whiskey jokes. Goodness flows and whiskey jokes. Big town, big sound. Drop rocket, big hearts. Be kind, rewind. Catch the wave, music on the bay. Catch the wave, music on the bay. Every year spring gets a jump start. Tampa Bay opens up its big heart. Party with all the friends. We're the friends you never end. Oh, 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 let's do it again. Big town, big sound. Drop rock, big hearts, big kind, unwind. Goodness flows and whiskey jokes. Goodness flows and whiskey jokes. Big town, big sound. Drop rock, big hearts, big kind, rewind. Catch the wave, music on the bay. Catch the wave, music on the bay. From the beach, you can hear them sing. Helping the kids is their thing. It's music night and day, a panoramic holiday. Oh, 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 music on the bay.
before you take another sip. Hey, parent heads, what time is it? Time for a team drink. Big Tau, Big Sal, Drop Rock, Big Hearts, Big Guy, Unwind. Goodness flows and Whiskey Joes. Goodness flows and Whiskey Joes. Big Tau, Big Sal, Drop Rock and Big Hearts, Big Guy, Rewind. Catch the wave, music on the bay. Catch the wave, music on the bay. Goodness flows. Whiskey Joe's Catch the wave Music gone the bay There is Don Middlebrook from East Lansing, Michigan. He will be part of the Music on the Bay event. And thank you so much to Dorothy Bedlin and uh, Bill Connolly from Music on the Bay checking in live. And then, like I said, in a couple weeks, it'll be all about music on the bay here on island time we're going to have interviews with a lot of the artists that are performing at this year's event all right we have a very special interview with a book author tonight chuck meyer is standing by It's still island time, that's right, but we got a great uh, guest coming up here in a minute, but right now, Linda Robb, welcome, Linda, are you there, our co-host? I am here, loving the ACDC. You're not used to hearing uh-huh. that on uh, island time, are you? <laughs> mm-hmm. No. How's it, going? How's it going over there in Wisconsin? Uh, it's going, cold but going. Like five degrees or something, right? Yep. All right. Let's bring on the man, Chuck Meyer, our very special guest tonight. Chuck, are you there? I am on and uh, sitting in the air chair, rocking the waves with you, brother. All right. Welcome to the show, man. Hey, Chuck. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Say hi to Linda. Hi, Miss Linda. Hi. How are you, ma'am? Oh, not too bad. So, Chuck, I've been doing a lot of well, re- research on you, and uh, there's a okay. lot. There's a lot to research. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You, you have quite a background. Well, I, I, I know a thing or two because, as they say, I've done a thing or two. Yeah, I, that's about right. Mm-hmm. Now, you were in the Navy at one point. Yep. And uh, you rescued people in boats. You were a boat rescuer, as they say. I was a rescue swimmer. So uh, my job in the Navy was uh, lifeguard, basically. I fell out of helicopters. My platforms were... The H-1 Huey and the H-3 Sikorsky Sea King. Wow. And you've written some books, several books, but we're gonna we're kind of going to feature the, the latest one tonight. It's called Adventures in Boating, which is uh, of much interest, interest to our listeners here at Island Time. Well, there you go. Bad decisions make good stories. That's the right. The time in a boater's life is the day he gets a boat and the day he sells a boat. Exactly. You didn't need to talk me out of buying one, but after I read that chapter on why you should not buy one, I was 100% convinced. 
Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> I love being on other people's boats, believe me, in the summer times. Up at Puddin' Bay, we got a great little spot for boating and stuff, but uh, not, I do not want to own one. But um, it's funny, in the first couple of uh, pages of your book, Adventures in Boating, you talk about all these terms. Now, it's a, it's pretty, it's a profanity-laced uh, chapter, if you will. But uh, the, right. the wording is very similar to my experience when I worked in television. I worked in TV for 35 and a half years. And during a live newscast, it's kind of like being on a boat. You never know what's going to happen. You're at the mercy of, like, the director and stuff. And we used a lot of the same terms that you mentioned in that book. <laughs> Very often. Well, it, it, it does happen, I can, and I can see, I can see that. <laughs> in fact, I'm reading it, I'm going, we used all these words. Yeah, we used all these terms. Yeah, anyway. But uh, it's a fun read for anybody that wants to check it out. And you do, do have a, definitely have a sense of humor. Well, in, uh, in the businesses I've been in, if you don't have a sense of humor, it'll eat you alive. We still haven't covered everything you've done. You were a strip bar owner for a while. That's wild. Uh, no, I was I was a general manager of a strip club. General um, manager, okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, I, I ran it, did not own it, but uh, it, the brief the brief uh, bio of Chuck was a Navy uh, Viking pilot, pirate, minister, motivational speaker, skydiver, scuba diver, uh, mountain climber, <laughs> mountain climber, <laughs> iguana yeah. assassin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is interesting also, uh, and we'll talk about that a little bit more, but you're also on a TV show on the, SI, the SCI channel called uh, Curse of the Bermuda Triangle, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay. Linda, go ahead. So, Chuck, you've written a few books, but this uh, appears to be the first one uh, aimed at boaters or would-be boaters, is that correct? That is correct. Yes, ma'am. So I live in a river town, and, I, you know, there is that fantasy of, like, you see people on boats, or I don't know if I'd ever want to own one, but I always kind of like that boating thing. And then I thought, I, I could so live on a boat until I read your book, and then I'm like, oh, well, maybe not after all. But uh, <laughs> what is your goal for your listeners to get out of all your stories? the different stories you have in the adventures in boating, bad decisions, make good stories book? Well, uh, the I don't know that there is a goal to get out of the stories. I think it was just uh, pure humor uh, was yeah. was kind of what I put down. The, when I, the, the preface of all the stories that came from it is I was a towboat captain and salvage uh, diver. And so down here in the Keys, we have we have 365 days of boating and you run into all different kinds of boaters. I mean, you got your fair weather boaters, you got your foul weather boaters, you got your salty sailors, you got the people with more money than common sense. that will go out and buy a 60 foot, you know, four masted sailboat and drive it around on a three cylinder diesel uh, until it runs out of gas, be 170 miles offshore and go, Hey, we need you to come and save us. Um, so, the, I guess the preface is is take some take some of the uh, the indicators of the bad decisions here and do a little bit of plan A and realize that nothing survives plan A. So have a plan B, C, and D also, um, because a lot of the time <laughs> the ocean is unforgiving yeah. and nobody's coming to save you. 
Exactly. And that's uh, that's very true. There's a lot of people that, that see the fun of the boating and they, they don't take the time to learn it as well as they should and get the education. And that is very frustrating, obviously, for you uh, boaters out there that do know what you're doing, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's an understatement, I would say, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's the understatement of the day when you're, you know, when you're trying to affect a, either, you know, a rescue or a tow. And you have somebody on a on a high dollar sailboat, a waffy. Um, you, you got somebody on a high dollar sailboat, and you're saying, "All right, I need to go ahead and put the line on the cleat." And they look at you, and they're like, "My boat doesn't have cleats." And I'm going, "I'm actually shining a, a thousand, you know, candlelight powered spotlight or a million candlelight powered spotlight at what is known as a cleat." You need to, you need to. Uh, Find that Chapman's um, boat captain book that you put on the coffee table and open it up to boat accessories and parts and get a good, quick idea of what the hell the cleat is. And the quicker you do that, the quicker we get out of here. There you go. Very funny. And let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the show, the Bermuda Triangle show. I saw uh, I saw an episode, and. You know, this Bermuda Triangle thing, for years we've been hearing about it our whole lives, but what motivated you and your uh, friends in the show to uh, take on such a monumental mystery of our lifetime? Uh, it's kind of like you said. It's, uh, the, the show came, uh, came about in, I guess, two years ago now, right? Right before the COVID uh, thing okay. hit. And uh, it has been, uh, the Bermuda Triangle is one of those specific spots on the planet that weird stuff occurs more, more than, more than most. And there's stories going back to Columbus seeing lights in the triangle. You know, you know, if you go back to your history, Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we didn't have, we didn't have things that were motivated by power sources and had the ability to navigate uh, underwater and break the surface and then fly off into the atmosphere and, just different anomalies. A lot of the stories uh, that have come about in the, the the Bermuda Triangle series are still a mystery and unexplained. I mean, there's a lot of different hypotheses of them, and yeah. that's kind of what we were what we were looking into finding. And there's there's just some stuff out there that you just can't explain. Yeah, and it's like I said, it's kind of a monumental monumental task to try to figure that out the what the one episode i was watching i i enjoyed uh one of the many theories is once you get up in that altitude that you kind of start losing your your normal uh thinking and they and they you sat in the chair and you uh put yourself up there and kind of experienced a little bit of that didn't you oh yeah that was the that's that's called hypoxia so yeah, yeah. when you get above when you get above ten thousand feet the oxygen gets a little thin, and you don't you don't function well as a human being without oxygen. There are certain people on the planet that do. Uh, the Sherpas that that uh, climb, uh, you know, Mount Everest and stuff like that. They are they are a select set of people that can do that. The normal person cannot. So how we tested one of those theories was we went to a we went to a uh, chamber. Took a chamber ride. They took the they took the oxygen out of the air, yeah. and they physically showed what hypoxia looks like on a human being, um, and, and especially 
we'll say a type A personality, somebody who doesn't want to quit, they tend to get a little bit more motivated uh, or they believe they're getting more motivated, which causes more problems. Uh, okay. Putting the round the round peg in the square hole, as they say. And you had a, you had a good time with it, and your buddies were uh, loving watching you do it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, they didn't mm-hmm. they didn't keep you up there too long. Uh, but obviously, it, it is, doesn't take it doesn't take that long. Um, you know, when when they want to run the hypo- when they want to run the chamber, it doesn't take a whole lot of time to to run you out of oxygen real quick. And I think that was one of the other notes that we made. How long does it take? For somebody to get into this situation to where it will, as they say, head south. And as you said in the show, uh, if you if you were feeling that way in just a few minutes, can you imagine being you know stuck in that situation for a while? But then this this makes you ask the question: Why would it be unique to the Bermuda Triangle? Why wouldn't that happen everywhere? Right? You know, as far yeah, as, well, as the disappearance. And, and what you're what you're referring to is a is is the granddaddy of all Bermuda Triangle um, uh, episodes, basically, it's called Flight 19. Yes. And Flight 19 was when the Bermuda Triangle was basically coined. And then they go back and they, they did, you know, uh, historical searches and said, hey, and this happened in this specific part of the planet, too. Michigan has a, a, a unique area called the Michigan Triangle over the Great Lakes. The really? airplanes just don't fly. Yes. Airplanes don't fly over. Alaska has one. On the other side of the Bermuda Triangle is called the Dragon Triangle, and it's if huh. you punched a big nail through the through the Earth, it's on the exact opposite side of the world. Wow. Are you so, st- go ahead. Yeah. That, so there's a, there's a lot of anomalies out there that you know we still we still don't get. Some of the stories uh, are some of the things that we explored had other possibilities. Again, the ocean, the ocean's huge and it's deep, and it doesn't give its secrets up at all. Right. Uh, you know, if you go out to the trenches, you're you're talking three thousand feet. Where we just that's just beyond the normal capacity of what we as human beings can get to yet. And as you know, when a when a boat starts to sink, it becomes a submarine, and it's going to go all the way till it goes to the bottom. Um, it's just it's just the fact of how fast things happened. Right. And we have little pop-up storms and all kinds of stuff down here in that geographical spot that, you know, people just haven't explained away. I found the show, by the way, for anybody listening, uh, on uh, Amazon uh, Prime, I believe it was. But are you guys still shooting that show? or We are, we, had, we did eight episodes on the Discovery Science Channel. Um, they, haven't, uh, they haven't come back for a season two yet. Not sure. We're on standby. Okay. And if they do, we'll be more than, we'll be more than happy to run in there and, and you know, do some more investigating because it was a good time while we did it. How many did you do? Eight episodes, eight of them. Okay. Like I said, I did see number one, so I'm looking forward to seeing some more of those. We're, I asked uh, Chuck uh, what kind of tunes he was into, so we're going to play one of your favorites right now from uh, Cashed Out. It's kind of a reggae, oh, yeah. reggae vibe. It's always vibing, and uh, Linda and I will continue this chat, okay? All right. It's Chuck Meyer with us tonight on Island Time.
It's the Island Time Radio Show right here on WBWC, Trap Rock Music on the Radio. And we are back with famed author Chuck Meyer. He had that request tonight, cashed out, always vibing. And uh, Linda Robb, I think, has a Bermuda Triangle question for you, Chuck. All right, do me. Chuck, so I haven't seen your show yet, but did you actually film the, the eight? Um, shows in in the Bermuda Triangle. Well, yep, yeah. The uh, most of the most of the footage is down there, and the, the Bermuda Triangle stretches from, uh, depending on who you talk to, Miami, Bermuda, all the way to Puerto Rico, and so that that geographical spot of the ocean is all known as the Bermuda Triangle, and everything that we did down there uh, was filmed in that general area. Okay. Would it ever freak you out? Like all of a sudden, you're afraid you might just disappear. You know, like <laughs> well, I, I've lived in the Bermuda Triangle for thirty years, so um, what, whatever it is, I've made it so far. It's <laughs> <laughs> not like it, huh? <laughs> well, I've attempted I've attempted to escape the uh, escape the island six times, and just hasn't worked out for me. <laughs> I believe that's, that's what I was going to ask you. So you live in Key West, um, but you said, yeah, you haven't been able, uh, the, the island won't let you go. So what is that all about? Uh, that is, there are two types of people, people that can live on the island and do, and people who can't. And the, the, it, the island is the last bastion of hope 
in the United States. It is the farthest, uh, the, the southernmost point. We're closer to a communist country than we are a mainland Walmart. So if <laughs> you're the type of person that needs to go shopping or go to the mall or, you know, uh, I don't know, live in a big city, not the place for you. I I was dropped off down here. The Keys, or Navy, dropped me off in Key West was my last duty station. Actually, Cuba was my technically my last duty station. And um, that was well over 30 years ago. And I just haven't, I haven't left yet. Um, it's a place that you can go anywhere. You can walk into a five-star, a five-star restaurant wearing cut-off shirts and a t- uh, cut-off shorts and a tank top and flip-flops, and that's like we call that Tuesday. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey. I hear you there. I just the Key West. Everybody always says, "Oh, I love to live there," and I'm like, I don't know if I could do it. It's a paradise, but I don't know if I could do it. Well, somebody wrote a. You, you will uh, go ahead. I was just going to say somebody did write a book called. Uh, quit your job and move to Key West. And after I read that, somewhat similar to reading about not buying a boat, Chuck, I was like, yeah, I, I don't know if I could live in Key West either. I love visiting it, though, very often. Well, it, you know, uh, one of the times that I attempted to escape, Key West is, is, is a unique place to live. The rent is very expensive. And if you don't, you know, if you don't drink scuba dive or fish, <laughs> you probably don't need to be. You don't don't need to be here. Uh, <laughs> you can't swing a dead cat, and not hit a stripper, a bartender, or a boat captain. <laughs> and that's that's just that's what that's what does in Key West. Now you say you you tried to leave several times, but it won't let you. What what happened? Let's just give an example. It just sucks me back in. I mean, there's yeah. just no place that I'd I'd rather live. I'm originally from Texas, and I'm originally from the middle of Texas, uh, Texas, in a little town called Fredericksburg. Um, and when I left, it had 6,412 people in it. It's geographically located in the hill country by San Antonio, Austin. So for the listeners that, uh, you know, never heard of Fredericksburg, you've heard of Austin, you've heard of San Antonio, that's where that's at. Uh, and when I, you know, I escaped Texas and went haze gray underway, joined the Navy, and just went went uh, you know around the world three times and met everybody once and you know wow. uh, came back and put my feet in terraforma. It's just a lifestyle. Yeah, it, nobody cares who you are, what you do. I've met millionaires in the mangroves that you know are just doing their experiment on life and decided to just up and leave their Fortune 500 company and go chill. You know, mm-hmm. they bought themselves literally bought themselves a small 25, 35-foot sailboat, and that is Key West luxury living. You know, there's no, there's no phone, no food, pool, no pet, and they don't even, you know, pay for the cigarettes, so to speak. They're just out on the hook, enjoying the sunset, enjoying the sunrise, and chasing the sunset till it's gone or drinking rum until there's no more. Uh, so it, it's it, the keys are, if you have a bad habit, it will definitely exacerbate that problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> You've been warned, everybody. Chuck, can That's you? That's it. You've been warned. Can you hang with us a few minutes? We're going to do the news, and then we'll come back and uh, wrap this up. All right. Absolutely, I'll be here, standing by. Okay. And Linda, same thing. Uh, we'll get right back to you. We're- 
Celebrating 20 years, 20 years, 20 years, 20 years, 20 years of Trap Rock on WBWC Berea. I ain't lonely, but I spend a lot of time alone. More than I'd like to, but I'm okay with staying home. My, how the last few months have changed. I smile and mourn despite the pain. I breathe in, I breathe out Got friends to call who let me talk about What ain't working, what's still hurting All the things I feel like cussing out Now and then I let it go Around the waves I can't control I'm learning how to build a better boat I ain't waiting Ain't no patience in these hands I'm not complaining Sometimes it's hard to change a man Think I'm stronger than I was I let God do what he does I breathe in I breathe out Got friends to call who let me talk about What ain't working What's still hurting All the things I feel like cussing out Now and then I let it go I ride the waves I can't control I'm learning how to build a better boat I breathe in, I breathe out Got friends to call who let me talk about What ain't working, what's still hurting All the things I feel like cussing out Now and then I let it go Ride the waves I can't control If it's working, I don't know But I get done, the thing may not flow But I'm learning how to build a better boat Kenny Chesney, we're going to need a better boat That's right, from the album called songs for the saints 
It is DK, Dennis King. It is the Island Time Radio Show, and we have on the telephone Linda Robb. Linda, hello. Hello. And our very special guest interview tonight, famed author and TV star. That's right, Chuck Meyer from Key West is with us. <laughs> you are too, you're too kind, sir. You're too kind. <laughs> welcome, back <laughs> to, welcome back to the show, guys. And uh, Linda had a question. Go ahead, Linda. So, Chuck, your partner in crime author, Bob Adamold, is it? That's pronounced right? Yeah, Adamold? Rock and Bob. He, Bob Adamov, yeah. He's he our... wants me to ask you if you like swimming with sharks. <laughs> <laughs> occupational hazard. Just tell him it's an occupational hazard. Hell yeah. <laughs> He's listening. <laughs> that has happened to you many times, right? Uh, oh, I have. I've uh, I have uh, been run up on the tax man, as they say. I I also spearfish, so that's one of my my side hobbies. And when you're out there doing the killing, chilling, and grilling portion of uh, collecting food from Mother Nature, sometimes you got to pay homage to the gods of the gods of war, mm-hmm. and yeah. that would be them uh, little black tip reef sharks or the old nurse shark. Nurse sharks will come right up on you and mug you like a thug. Really? Um, if you're not paying attention, they'll. T- They'll take your whole stringer away from you. One thing that you said in the book that caught my uh, attention is everybody thinks sharks is the most dangerous thing that can happen on the ocean. It's not really the sharks. It's the water itself. The oh, ocean yeah, can the turn water on will you. kill you before the sharks will. Yeah, because the ocean or a lake could turn on you in a moment's notice. Yeah, you have to, you know, you have to really be cognizant of your surroundings. I mean... And a lot of people take it for jest. We're going to go out. We're going to, you know, slam slam drinks until we can't see and, you know, get twisted and sideways. <laughs> and then Mother Nature comes into play. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, 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 it has the potential to go bad real quick. And you, you always bring, you always bring an, extra, an extra on the boat that you probably never know about, and that would be Mr. Murphy from Murphy's Incorporated. Uh, he... <laughs> He likes to throw a wrench in the situation also. Yeah. What's been the reaction uh, to your books from the fans, the readers? It, it depends on, well, I mean, most of them, the, uh, the, I guess the best reaction that I've gotten from, you know, my books is I never expected to be an author. Most of my books are what I would consider bathroom reading. Uh, I do use profanity in a lot of it. I speak like a sailor. It's like a fine bowl of Texas chili. It's a little spicy, if nothing else. And I had one of my fans say, you know, Chuck, this is a literal travesty. It's the best book I've ever read in my life. Really? That's (laughs) awesome. Because, yeah, it's it's real talk. I speak in terms, words. And syllables monosyllabically in, in words that you could readily identify and understand as a normal reader. And if you're, if you're you know, that average Joe kind of guy that, that gets out there and just wants to social distance on a boat, and, you know, that's, that's what I use the boat for. When, I, when I've had too much uh, of society or the island, I plant my assets in the backside of the ponga and, you know, crank that son of a gun up and let her eat, go out in the middle of nowhere. And that's just you and God. Right. And whatever comes up, if you want to test your skills, that's where you test them. It's, uh, it's, it's truly exhilarating uh, and, and fun, and sometimes it's horrifying. It, yeah. just, it just depends. It can, go, 
it can go south quickly. Um, I had uh, one one episode where I took uh, some friends of mine out, and we went six miles out in a jet ski, and you know, it's you got two guys and and a girl, and the question was, hey, can we go there? The answer is absolutely, we can go there. The question should really be, should we go there? Yeah. <laughs> And when you take when you take a jet ski six miles out in the middle of the ocean sure. in front of a thunderstorm, and then one of them sinks, now you're working on a rescue. So yeah. you have to plant them somewhere that you can find them uh, on the on the on the lighthouse, which you know now they're holding on for life. You're riding a jet ski all the way back to get the bigger boat, or to call somebody like the coast guard or whatever to come and actually do a real rescue. It was fun right up until that point, and then it wasn't fun anymore. Sure. But after after we all got home and you know had a had a hot shower and a cold drink and sat there, it was something that we will all remember for others forever. And so I'm even part of that. That's actually one of the stories in the book. But um, I have no problem making fun of myself when I do dumb shit. <laughs> there we go. Yep. I was Got trying that one. Was that my first one? That's your first Punch one. The <laughs> I was trying to figure about how old you were because I thought she, I'm, I just turned six. I was sixty, and uh, I was thinking, oh, Chuck, this guy seems to be a lot younger than me. But then you made some references to the early to mid seventies that I recognized. So maybe you are closer, <laughs> closer to my age. I am fifty-two this year. Okay. I'll be fifty-two. A little bit. Okay, not too far away. So no, not too far away. Uh, I think uh, Linda's got one more for us. Go ahead, Linda. Yep. Chuck, of all your accomplishments and different roles, which has given you the most satisfaction? God, that's a great question, Linda. Uh, I don't know. Um, Strip our I'm never satisfied. Yeah, uh, it's been a lot I mean, of cool stuff. The, 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 the biggest satisfaction, I mean, it would have to go with the days where I was... Um, in law enforcement, law enforcement is one of those jobs that you don't do it for the paycheck. Yeah. If you're truly in law enforcement for what it what it means, you're a public servant. You're out there serving the public, and that that is one of my biggest um, satisfying moments as, as what I've done uh, in my previous or past history. Is I was I was a law enforcement officer. I was also I was also a firefighter. Uh, I was oh. also I've, I've gravitated toward those roles being in the Navy doing being the rescue swimmer. And then when I got out, I became a firefighter. Uh, and when I, when I, uh, found out that I was bored washing fire trucks, that's when I went into law enforcement field. And everybody likes a firefighter. There's not a whole lot of people that truly like cops. Um, but, but I enjoyed the heck out of that job. You never, you never see the same. I don't want to say you never see the same thing twice. It's you, you just, it's not a redundant day. I mean, you do deal with redundant people, but it's not the same job over and over again. And that's one of the things that I liked it uh, liked about when I went overseas as a uh, uh, military contractor. I enjoyed that because that I, I, I took a whole lot of different experience realms off the plate, and I put them into something different. That was one of my other books: is Letters from the Sandbox. Uh, and when I did the TV show. That was uh, that was just luck of the draw. Where some the producers came and say, "Hey, we want to do a TV show with you." And I'm like, "Okay, whatever." And I've actually had three different shows 
that have come up. One of them was called Extreme Team Treasure Edition. Okay. And, uh, you know, we, we did we did all the B-roll footage and all the can footage for that one, the teaser reels, blah, blah, blah. Kind of never took off. So before, you know, when, when they came up with the Curse of the Bermuda Triangle, I didn't really take them a whole – I didn't take them as seriously as, serious as I should hmm. have, I guess. And then they're like, no, we're serious. We're doing a show, and it's starting, and we want you on it. And so I got – uh, me and several of my friends who were doing what we did anyway, and we did it went on and did eight episodes of that. So it's just another another check in the box, I think, that I had going uh, or going. I uh, just uh, I don't stop. That's uh, that is a, a part of my curse, I guess, and it's um, what keeps me going is just not stopping and seeing what the next adventure around the corner is. That's fantastic. I didn't. I didn't realize you had police and fire uh, in your background as well. That's awesome. Oh yeah. 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 These these are tough times for police. We we support our police all the way, man. You know. Oh, it's a it's a daunting job. It really is. The and it, the to the regular beat cop on the street, you're never going to make the right decision to make everybody happy. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, and you know even though even though they try and. Given the general circumstances that's been going on in the world in the last couple of years, it's gotten, you know, it's gotten even worse. Yeah. Um, what we need to do, and I'm going to go with my opinion on this one, is we need to start taking responsibility uh, of our own actions again, and we need to go back to being America, uh, and yeah. that's that's the way it is. Uh, when I'm dealing with, you know, younger kids who. We were talking about you know wanting free stuff. Well, they've never had to fight for anything. Right. Uh, up to uh, just the other day, there was a Cuban chug of uh, people that came refugees from Cuba who made the command decision to put 20 people in a small boat with a three-cylinder diesel engine and attempt to escape that island and come to America. And I, when I talk to young younger people, I'm like, you've never had to make the decision doggy paddle 80 miles on the fact that you may get to stay not you're going to get to stay or you 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 could stay you might make it and if you make it eh, you may stay maybe i've never met anybody who's willing to swim to cuba to get a bunch of socialism or communism yet so i can't take a lot of this this stuff that's going on seriously yeah but again that that gauges my age and uh you know uh it's my opinion, and it's worth what it's worth. Well, you have quite a background, Chuck. I'm very impressed, and I am a fan, and I can't wait to dig into these books a little further. Are they all available uh, Amazon.com or where? They're all on Amazon, absolutely. They're on uh, CreateSpace or Amazon. All you got to do is Google my name, Charles Meyer, author, uh, Amazon.com, and they will pop right up. If, uh, if you can't find them there, go to um, uh, CharlesMeyer.com. And that'll be my website, and I'll get you one all autographed up and send it to you if you're interested. CharlesMeyer.com, beautiful website. And I know you said you kind of take things as they come, but do you have anything, uh, future plans, at least in the next year or so? Anything Uh, special? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm writing another book right now called Black Ops for Good Guys. And uh, it's kind of more or less on the survival of what is happening in general to the United States right now. Uh, wow. okay. having a plan A, plan B, and plan C. And it's going to be 
in the same voice that I've used in all of my other books. Okay. Kind of D-I-S, <laughs> and it should be interesting. <laughs> that sounds great. All right, we will keep our eye on you, Chuck, and thank you so much for taking some time. Thank you, Linda, for helping us out. Yep, thanks, guys. And a big fin's up to you. Oh, wait a minute, before we leave. Chuck's getting back on the (laughs) Chuck's getting back on the sailboat. Thank you, Chuck. This was awesome. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you having me on me. Thank you, Mr. King and Miss Linda. Y'all be good and uh, keep it safe out there. Try not to freeze in the very wide north. Uh, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Fins up, Chuck. We'll talk soon. All right. Out. Take care. All right. We've got a, a brand new song from Donnie Brewer from his new album. This is Wild Blue. Thank you so much to Chuck Meyer being our special guest tonight on Island Time.
When I get back, everything's on me. A shot in the beer for everyone here. Come on, Bubba, lend me your key. You got the car and you got the key. Cause a French don't let friends do what they want to do. Friends don't let friends make a fool of you. Now, hey, Bartender. Dan Hicks and the Hot Licks. Hey, bartender, right here on Island Time. Before that, we had brand new music from this guy, Donnie Brewer. Hola, amigos. It's Donnie Brewer down here in Mexico, and we're listening to DK on the Island Time radio show. Viva Agave! Thank you, Donnie. All right, the song we just heard, by the way, was from Donnie Brewer, is Wild Blue. That is on the flip-flop side of his new double... Uh, I almost said LP release. (laughs) His two-CD release or digital release, whatever you want to say. And uh, it's the studio side of the album is what we're trying to say. Brand new song, Wild Blue. Very cool stuff. And Dan Hicks with uh, Hey Bartender. Thanks again to Chuck Meyer for being our special guest. How fun was that? We've got Beer Chat coming up next with Key West Chris Ream and Danny Hoy in Key West once again. Where the whole show is coming from Key West tonight. And we'll... It's time for Beer Chat. That's where it's at. It's time for Beer Chat. That's where it's at. You got your Pilsner and your Lager and your Belgian Ale. You got your Porter and your Lambic and your Wheaton Pale Ale. You got your Double and your Triple IPA and your Stout. Chris Reed will tell you what it's all about. You got your dark beer and your light beer and your amber too. Now that you know just what you gonna do, belly up to the bar and order a beer. Chris will help you choose one for the entire year. It's time for beer chat. That's where it's at. It's time for beer, 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 beer chat. Down to Key West, Florida we go. Key West Chris and uh, Danny Hoy, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, Key West calling. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Can you hear us okay? Yes. Were you listening to Chuck okay. Meyer? Yes, we were. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, interesting story. Crazy one, kid. One of the funny things was that he was it, it just kind of rang true for us because a lot of the things he was talking about are things that we'll talk to our audience about. And it's just a, it's the things you see here, you know? It's, it's, it's crazy. Very unique place to live, absolutely. It is. Very you, much so. And you got to be a special kind of person, I think. 
you know, this town will chew you up and spit you out. Right, you know, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So how you guys been? Good, good. We've been cold, though. I mean, it's, you know, yeah. you expect to be calling, you know, 80 degrees Key West, and it's like 59, 59 degrees <laughs> right now. I'm, I'm putting my finger, my two index fingers together at 90 degree angle, so it's making a cross, and I'm holding it out. Because it's, Danny said, do you think we should turn the heat on? Wow. <laughs> how, how often does that happen in a year, in a course of a year? No, uh, very rarely. We've been in this in this house, which is as you were in. We've been here for three and a half years. We've never had the heat on, so. Never? Oh, wow. Never. Mine is about every five it's minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ben's walking get a dog under the covers when you go to bed. We happen to have two dogs now. You know, back up to two. I heard, have, yeah. Uh, I, I saw the post. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, her name. Her name's Shelly. She's a foster dog. A foster dog. Okay. Shelly? Yeah, yeah Shelly's a foster dog. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> She's from Texas. Really? Okay. Yeah, she was rescued from Texas and, and brought here. And um, we've had her for about a week. Excellent. But, All right. So, so what so are we, we drinking tonight? To oh, okay. What are we drinking? Well, we're... I'll tell you. Hang on a second here. We'll put chocolate milk. Chocolate milk? Okay. It's a different kind of um, beer chat. Um, um, fan yeah. of bells yeah uh and it was funny when i went over there today i'm a little out of it because i'm you know no longer a, uh, a hands-on i'm now I'm, a, I'm just a pedestrian but i i learned today that uh bells has been sold and or they're in the process of going through their sale and they're now uh, going to be owned by the a group that owns kirin which is a japanese beer uh, they also already own um, the company that owns Fat Tire, um, and they're doing good with that. So we, we have high hopes it'll stay the same. Okay. But the, we're having their Kalamazoo style. We want to get something because you know this time of year you want to have something that's hearty. You know, it'll keep you keep you going. And right. here we're freezing our asses off, and it's sixty <laughs> degrees, fifty nine degrees. But, but and, and um, you guys are you said sixteen degrees when in the yeah, weather forecast. I was, I was like, man, gee. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, we've got this, and this is a, it's a, it's a stout, and they, they add a little bit of chocolate and they add a little bit of coffee to it, and it's six uh, percent alcohol. It says it's brewed with uh, brewer's licorice. Mm-hmm. Wow. There's licorice. That's interesting. Like I don't, need, it doesn't taste like licorice to me. But no, it's. it's I don't know if brewer's licorice. Is. I don't know. <laughs> I would like that. <laughs> This is uh, the original 88 recipe, so I guess it was from 1980. Yeah, the the brewery started in 86, so. Okay. And it, an interesting note is that uh, several years back, uh, the owner, Larry Bell, had contacted uh, the owner of the Cork and Stogie at the time, uh, Dave, and he, was, he wanted to change distributors, and he and Dave became pals over the phone, and uh, Dave helped him out getting a new distributor and all that, and he was happy with that from then on. 
But I guess he's decided to throw the towel in and retire. And I'm sure he got millions and millions of dollars for the yeah, brewery. Sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> millions. Possibly. Maybe <laughs> billions. <laughs> so it's how- really good. It's a delicious. delicious. It's a, it's a, uh, being a stout, of course, is very dark. And malty. It, it's very malty. Okay. Uh, not too high on the hops. Bellers uh, does not report the, um, the IBUs on beer. They only report the alcohol. And like I said, the alcohol on this is 6%. And they say that the reason they don't do that is because there's two different readings of IBUs, and he doesn't want to. He says some people go one way, some people go another. And he says he's not going to do that at all. He's just going to let it go. Yeah. But being a scout, it's, it's, it's not that high in, in, in bitterness at all. It's more than walled. So you'd say it's pretty tasty. For both of you guys. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and it'll stick to your ribs on a cold day. Yeah. <laughs> it's what you want. And I imagine, uh, I can't help but think, that it's, they're the 16th largest um, craft brewer in the United States. So I'm, I'm sure that the uh, this is going to be available up your way and also to all the other cities that your show gets syndicated to. And give us that title one more time. Kalamazoo Stout. Kalamazoo Stout. Okay, very cool. They're from Kalamazoo, Michigan. So, I was going to do a road trip there. I still haven't made it over there, but uh, I've heard so many good things, and I and I've I've uh, had a few of the brews over there. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember hearing that he started out brewing in a garage. Okay, very cool. We got to start somewhere. Yeah, must start in the garage. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fix the engine. Make yeah. some beer. Yeah, here, here. In, in case we don't really have garages, for the most part, we have carports, which are like, you know, it's, a, it's the roof of a garage, and then <laughs> you don't have any walls. Right. There are people who have garages in Key West, not, not yeah. too many of them. Um, and then some of them used to be carriage houses for uh, horses. And yeah. Stuff. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. When I was writing my book, uh, the first one, uh, the... Uh, the sponsor of the protagonist, Steve Craig, who his real name is Steve Craigle, but I, I was looking for a house I could use for his house in the book. And I'll tell you, it wasn't easy finding a house that had a garage. A lot of places have a driveway, but yeah. there's nothing else but a driveway. Not too many garages here. Fascinating. So is that our only beer tonight? No, we have another one. Okay. We have another one. All right. We're going to choke this one down. Of course, sent woke that one down. <laughs> now we're going to open the other one. The other one is for a brewery in Miami called MI8. And okay. it's called it's called Zarface. Zarface. Uh, because it's a Russian imperial stout. Wow. And just, just to give a little background on the Russian imperial stouts, they were, they were not from Russia. They were sent to Russia from London. They were special special brews that they sent to the Tsar in Russia back in the 1800s and whatnot, 1700s. And because it was going a long distance in the boat and traveling, they gave it a lot of alcohol, and they made them in stouts. And they had, this one has a 10% alcohol. Wow. So, you know, you got you to watch your intake on these babies. Oh, yeah. By the way, the, uh, the art on the, um, on the can uh, is like, it says Zarface, but it's like Scarface. Um, like, uh, it looks like a, if Al Pacino was a Russian. 
Is that right? <laughs> With a big, you know, scar through his eyeball there, so. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Yeah, say, before so. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your first taste of this one, guys? Yeah. Yeah, this one's a can. It's a can, yeah. Can, can. Yeah, we've, I've never had this ever. I think I've had the Kalamazoo stout before, but not. I've had the Kalamazoo stout. I have not had Zarpe, so. Yeah. Oh, man. Social. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. That's, that's intense. It's it's sweet. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting because traditionally English stouts were always very sweet. Irish stouts were dry. Uh, I remember we used to get one called Mackison, which was from London. This reminds me of that in in the sweetness regard. Okay. It's a very sweet beer. Yes, this is a high-octane beer. <laughs> right. It's called an imperial stout because it has so much alcohol. It's imperial, but it's a stout also, so it's it's got it, it's got the stout darkness and the stout body. Mm-hmm. You've got that rich flavor to it? Oh, yeah. It's creamy. Yeah. Yeah. It's creamy. It's you know, like a sweet, sweet, chocolatey, malty. Dark as can be. It's like really dark. So good on taste. You just got to be careful. Mm. That's uh, MIA out of Miami. Yes. Very deserty. Yeah. Miami has a lot of breweries now. Uh, It's funny. I moved here from there almost 13 years ago, 14 years ago this May. And at that time, we had a couple of, there was one brew pub, and that was it as far as facilities that made beer in Miami. And now now there's like about a dozen different breweries there. And yeah. they're really good. Yeah. The craze is still going on, which is kind of fun for us yeah. beer drinkers. Yeah, that's right. All right, guys. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I looked up recently, maybe about a month ago. I was curious because I was at a date on it, and I, I knew we had about 5,000 breweries a, a few years ago in the United States. And I figured, well, it probably started to drop off, so I looked it up, and they're up to over 7,000. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Our friend uh, Ted just came out with a, with a Kolsch, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, our friend Ted came out with a Kolsch. And... He's working on getting that Blast Beer Company. Oh, wow. Very cool. So he's got a new beer out, and uh, he's they're working on some concepts to sell, the, excuse me, the beer locally. So Yeah, and so uh, that's... That's a company which uh, their home office and developing is, is done here in Key West. They don't do the brewing here. The brewing is done in Central Florida. Um, that's not uncommon. But they come up with the recipes, so. Yeah, yeah. So real quick, uh, I noticed Danny was doing some recording recently with, uh, was it Dave, Dave Sines and Beth Travers? Yeah, Yeah. yeah well, um, Dave came down. Uh, he, has a, he, he has a song that uh, he put together and he wanted me to, to do some um, vocals on. So he came down and we, we recorded a little bit um, here in the living room. <laughs> oh, okay. And uh, that song should be out shortly. Um, if it's not out already, I haven't seen it yet. But I, there's a it's, a, it's going to be a fun song. It's going to be a really a blast. People are just going to love it. But it's, it's, it's fun. Um, cool. But I decided, uh, I, I talked to them and they're taking me on as one of their... Um, one of their artists 
on their label, uh, MFG Records Tropical. So you're going to be on MFG um, Records too. All right. Yes, I am. The record label he continues is, to grow. Cox and, uh, huh? The record label continues to grow, and I heard that uh, you're making you're making an appearance at Music on the Bay, right, on Sunday morning. Well, that's kind of top secret. Oh well, we just, <laughs> Bill Conley and I just talked about it an hour ago on this show, so. <laughs> no. It's not that secretive. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> All right, we're going to play a Key West Chris song. Uh, this is a recent one called uh, King Tide from your most oh, recent, you. most recent uh, release. So thank you so much, guys, for checking in, as always. Thank you for having us, as always. This, this is great. We're coming up on 10 years doing this next wow. year. Wow. The beers sound great. That's I will. Yeah. I know. At times, it's a lot of beer down there. It's a down lot. <laughs> we have a... What is it, a uh, cocktail one every so often? So we'll have to do that again. All yeah, right. we, uh, I just learned how to make Long Island iced tea. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's not that hard, actually. Okay. It just takes a lot of liquor. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. Fins up. Thanks so much. And uh, we will Fins talk up. real soon. And hopefully I'll see you in Tampa, Danny. Is Chris coming too? or? Probably not. Probably not. Okay. Well, hopefully we'll see <laughs> see Danny. All right. Thank you, guys. Take, Take care. Good night. Stay warm.
don't stand a chance That's what you get when King Tide comes to town Get away. 
She said her big city job Ain't nothing but stress That's when the small town beach boy smiled at her and said Come play in my sandbox Come whenever you can send that out to Linda Robb, one of her favorite songs to come out in recent history in trap rock music. That is the title track. Well, no, it isn't the title track. I always get confused with that. The name of the album is Somewhere South of Here, Brent Burns, but the song we heard was Come Play in My Sandbox. There is a song called Somewhere South of Here on the album as well, though. I'll tell you what. We also had Key West Chris Ream in there with King Tide, one of his recent recordings, and you could hear Danny Hoy singing in the background there. And thanks to Chris and Danny for joining us tonight for the Beer Chat segment. How fun was that? Now, we have one more special thing going on tonight. Bob, 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 Bob Duran. You've heard of Bob, 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 Bob Duran. He's out of New Orleans. (laughs) 
Rain Judon checked, uh, taught me that one. Uh, we have a special interview that our good friend Cindy Muir recorded for us during Party Gras, and we'll be presenting that here in a few minutes tonight on the Island Time Radio Show.
through each day in the same old damn way And then do the same thing each night I reached my limit a long time ago And now it's full down, it's still ten yards to go The clock's running down And it looks like I got one more play Come on and take me away A chair on a beach with a bottomless blender With six more days left on a seven-day bender The sun and the sand and a song list won't ever end And tomorrow we'll do it again Just why the time passes by So fast when it ought to go slow I don't understand why I'm still fighting sand In my shoes from two summers ago I reached my limit a long time ago And now it's full down, it's still ten yards to go The clock's running down And it looks like I got one more play Take me away To a chair on a beach with a bottomless blender With six more days left on a seven-day bend The sun and the sand and the solace who won't ever end And tomorrow we'll do it again You can freeze time for a moment Imagine yourself where you want to be But to the time runs out of the bottom And in that moment you'll be free I tried to go back, get my karma on track While keeping my head in the game Ourselves out together and I don't know whether Change or do more of the same I reached my limit a long time ago And now it's four down, it's still ten yards to go The clock's running down And it looks like I got one more play Come on and take me away A chair on a beach with a bottomless blender With six more days left on a seven-day bender The sun and the sand and a song list that won't ever end And tomorrow we'll do it again And tomorrow we'll do it again There he is from New Orleans Way. That is Bob, 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 Bob Duran. Bob Duran. He was at Party Gras, and Cindy Muir caught up with him. And uh, we're going to hear that interview right after this quick break right now on Island Time. We just heard a song from his most recent album, 
And that, that was Take Me Away from Bob. And we had Ray Boone in there with Somewhere Caribbean. And Thin Blue Horizon from the late great Jim Morris on our Jim Morris Track of the Week. All on tonight's edition of the Island Time Radio Show. We're going to take a very quick break. When we come back, we will go to New Orleans at Party Gras just a week or so ago. And here's Cindy Muir's interview with Bob Durand right here on Island Time. Let's go to New Orleans about a week ago with Cindy Muir. Hi, this is Cindy Muir with Island Time, hosted by Dennis King. And I'm in gorgeous, beautiful New Orleans and at the Bourbon Orleans Hotel, the host hotel, for Party Gras. We're hearing a crazy amount of wonderful, fabulous wonderful trop rock music and right now i'm gonna let you all hear from bob duran and a lot of you all may not necessarily know who bob duran is so we're gonna find out about bob now bob i was looking actually at i think our last text thread and i think we actually did had an interview in i think it was 2017 so it was was five years ago so i've known you and been listening to you for at least five years so and you are a new orleans native i mean you live here i do so tell me about what you've been doing um your plans uh for work and your plans for maybe not living here so much anymore so tell me about that well, I'm kind of at a transition point now in that uh, we've been living here in New Orleans. I'm a native, and my wife, Joan, and I have been here together 20 years. Um, but we are, I'm retiring as of, well, basically right now, I'm transitioning out of that. And then we bo- we own a home over in Gulf Shores, Alabama, at the beach, and uh, we're transitioning to there. We're going to be living over there oh, uh, that's in the wonderful. early I mean, part of this year. I love New Orleans, and I would, you know, I, I could live here easily, but then to live in... Um, Gulf Shores. I mean, how gorgeous. Yeah, Gulf Shores has been wonderful. We we had sort of a, a semi-permanent residence over there, one way or another, a rental, a travel trailer since 2006. And uh, we've owned a couple of properties. And it just it's our place. We decided that's where we wanted it's to live. It's a beautiful area. Gorgeous, gorgeous beach, gorgeous sand, gorgeous water. Wonderful people. Wonderful people, yeah, yes. Yeah, I, I, I have some friends that lived actually in Orange Beach. So, anyway... That's, that's a great move. And you were with Tulane, right? Yes. Okay. 27 years at Tulane Medical School. Okay. Wonderful. But you're also a musician. And yes. I know that you do a lot of solo work, but then you also have worked with a band. Yes. Luckily. Well, I've worked with bands over the years, but for the last probably eight or nine years, I've worked with a group that's called The Sidewalls. And we're that's right, three, three singer-songwriter, acoustic guitarists, and uh, we specialize in three-part harmonies and... Uh, um, I also play percussion and some mandolin and ukulele with them too. Great. So uh, we we try to do sort of off the beaten path kind of covers and our own original music. Mm-hmm. And speaking of original music, you've got two CDs out. I do. Uh-huh. Uh, and the last one didn't came out in 2016, so I'm overdue. But with work, it's been a little crazy. But I have the music for at least one more, maybe two more CDs. And so one of the first plans is going to be getting back into the studio and getting new music out for the first time in about five years. That's great. That'll be, a, that'll be a great feeling, and everybody will appreciate that very much. I sure hope so. I'm looking forward to it. So it's, it's been too long, uh, and I'm playing these new songs at shows, but just 
they're not recorded yet. So. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, good, well, good. So um, where do you play? You play around uh, New Orleans some? Yeah, we have a few places we've played. We've had sort of a jinx, unfortunately. A lot of the places that we've played, like on the water, on Lake Pontchartrain here, several of them have closed, And you know, right after we had a really good established kind of almost residency there. But we've had three places that we like. One uh, was called uh, Brisbee's on the lakefront. Uh, it, it changed hands, and we lost that gig. And another place called the Lazy Jack, we love playing on the lake also. It also uh, closed. And then a place in Kenner, Louisiana, called Fortune Patio that we were in regularly. Oh. They went out of business as well. Oh, who? So it, it's been tough, you know, for the, for the music industry around here. But we, we play some other, we've picked up some other places, the Ugly Dog Saloon, a place called Crossroads in Metairie mm-hmm. that we play. But um, we just, wear, I mean, a lot of private parties too. We've kind of gotten a reputation for doing holiday parties and things like that. Oh, so. that's great. That's great. And then how many years have you been playing Party Gras? Oh, let's see. I think the first time I played Party Gras was actually as a percussionist with John Reno. And oh, okay. I played in 2012. Oh, that's a long time and ago. And then I think... That was my first year to come, actually. And I think either 13 or 14 was the first time. Now, I, think, I believe it was 14, so 17, 18, 19, 20, 20. This will be nine years. Okay. Uh, and uh, that happened purely by accident because I was on a cruise to the uh, Virgin Islands with Jerry Diaz. And uh-huh. I brought my guitar. I was sitting out on the beach uh, playing just for Joan. And somebody heard me playing and called Jerry over. And he listened. And next thing you know, he said, hey, on this cruise, do you want to play our breaks? And I said, sure. So I ended up playing in several islands and on the ship. And then toward the end of the cruise, he said, you know, Bob, I'd like to find you a spot at Party Gras this year. Would you be interested? And I said, absolutely. I'll, I'll take that bit of that's good luck. Great. And, and that's, that's how great. it started. I, I remember that story. And, you know, Jerry is so gracious He's to, the best. To, you know, to, to other performers like that. He, he really is. I, I can't tell you how many people that I've, I've told, including John Reno, that, that credits Jerry, really, oh. you know, for, for kind of getting them started in the trop rock world. So that's wonderful. He's unselfish <laughs> and really generous. You know, yeah. and There's not a lot of people like that. That's right. Think. That's right. Well, I'm really excited that you're going to have another CD or two out. That's, that's fabulous. We'll be looking forward to that. And um, now, hopefully... Uh, more people are going to know about Bob Durand (laughs) through through Island Time Radio. I I certainly hope so, and I appreciate the opportunity to kind of get my name out there a little bit, and we'll just get the new music out there soon, too. You bet, you bet. Well, Bob, thanks so much, and um, we'll hear you on the radio. Perfect. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks. I'm living on island time Living on island time No need to toe the line Living on island time in my mind Living on island time This day is all mine Living on island time And I feel fine There's a place just down the way I go there all the time Everybody knows my face And knows what's on my mind 
When I go there I feel different And I never watch the time Don't need a schedule Cause I'm following island time I live on island time I no need to toe the line Living on island time in my mind Living on island time This day is all mine Living on island time and I feel fine I don't have to choose, I don't have to try I could be just what I want to be don't have to decide, just go along for the ride Wherever the wind's a chance to take me There's a point along the road, but don't look for a sign You've gone across the border, it's only in your mind Somehow it all looks different, and I leave it all behind I don't need a schedule cause I'm living on island time It's a salty state of mind Island time And I feel fine Ship on the flag of a flag, yeah. 
the original Crosby, Stills, and Nash live recording of Southern Cross, and that was from a tribute to Nicolette Larson, a whole lot of love concert, a great live album. In fact, the very next cut on there is Jimmy Buffett and Margaritaville, and Linda Ronstadt's on there, Jackson Brown, Carol King, Little Feet, Dan Fogelberg, Joe Walsh, great, great uh, album. I got to see Nicolette many years ago. She opened for... Uh, the Beach Boys, but she had, uh, of course, her big hit, Whole Lot of Love, or Lot of Love, I should say, um, written by Neil Young, and uh, she is sorely missed. Nicolette Larson. Anyway, that was Southern Cross from CSNN, and we also had uh, Bob Duran, Island Time, and thank you once again to Cindy Muir for uh, talking to Bob there during Party Grow. We also had Take Me Away from his most recent album. And Erica Sunshine Lee is on the way next with a cut from her new album with 24 tracks on it. That's right. The album is called Same Ship, Different Day. This is Paradise Problems. Homestretch time of the show tonight on Island Time. I'm a friend say that I'm living the life Down by the beach party and every night they don't understand how hard it is when I'm catching a buzz, but no fish. Sure, the ocean's pretty, but today I need some pity. I can't complain, but I'm gonna. A little too much sun and corona. You know, paradise is nice with all the warm sunshine, and I never get tired here if you real but today's one of those days I'm hanging out in the shade I'm not down Just laying a little bit lower Cause I'm sunburned Hurting and hungover 
got my coasters on cause my future's so bright But I can't remember too much of last night Started in the morning on the boat day drinking I forgot to wear sunscreen, what was I thinking? Then apparently we went out to a dive bar I got some numbers, don't remember who they are Somehow I made a home into my bed But I've never seen my skin quite this red I think I'm dying, I need some ibuprofen Can somebody give me some of that aloe lotion? I can't complain, but I'm gonna A little too much sun and corona You know, paradise is nice with all the warm sunshine And I never get tired here of year-round summer But today's one of those days I'm hanging out in the shade, I'm not down Just laying a little bit lower Cause I'm sunburned over. I want to play, but I can't stay outside. So I'll crack open another cold one until the pain subsides. I can't complain, but I'm gonna. A little too much sun and corona. You know, paradise is nice with all the warm sunshine. And I never get tired here of year round summer. But today's one of those days I'm hanging out in the shade I'm not down Just laying a little bit lower Cause I'm sunburned Hurting and hungover Yes, I'm sunburned Hurting and hungover going on tonight. Unbelievable. They're all wound up. Well, be careful you don't hurt yourself. Like my friend Fred. My friend Fred, he is a pretty tall guy, just like me. In fact, he comes in somewhere right around, oh, six foot three. On the boat, he loves to party, but it seems that he's forgotten. The cabin's only six feet high, so we say this a lot. Mind your head, Fred, watch your head. There he goes again. Mind your head, Fred, watch your head just to see him cause his pain. Most people just need one good bump to figure it out. But Fred never seemed to figure out. Protect your coconut. Coming through the hatchway, going down the stairs. Sure, people got no worries about taking off their hair. But Freddy's got a problem. Just finding enough room Why even outside on the sailboat It's watch out for that Boom! Mind your head, Fred Watch your head, just don't go down below Mind your head, Fred Watch your head, and if you do go slow We often laugh about it But I know this much is true You're not too tall for this here boat It's too short for you So mind your head, Fred Watch your head Mind your head, Fred Watch your head
Sonny Jim White, live in Siesta Key, Florida. There you go, from the Captain Kurtz Sonny Jim live album. And that is Mind Your Head, Fred. We also had Bob Duran with Island Time, Southern Cross from Crosby, Stills, and Nash live. Erica Sunshine Lee, Paradise Problems. It's getting to be late night, end of tonight's show. And we're thinking about after tonight's show. Social! Social! Social, Social time! Yeah. Mike Mad Dog Adams, who just had a birthday recently. Happy birthday, Mad Dog. And the social, the late night social. We have a Boat Drunks tune coming up here. This is very appropriate. This is one of their first songs. And I still remember the album cover. It showed a snow-filled street, not unlike what we got here on the North Coast. And uh, it's singing about This Ain't Duval Street. Boat Drunks on Island Time. It all started with this song and this record. Walking on from work because my car just wouldn't start. But we February's hanging on a good brick of four boys' heart. When I saw the lights from Andy's bar, I could swear I heard a bell. Next thing I knew, I was at the door and I figured, what the hell? Stood there shaking off and so I noticed my toes were numb. The jukebox was offering boat drunks And the bar was serving rum Picked the stool at the end of the bar And I sat there for a while As I started to take in the atmosphere I'll be damned if I didn't smile The same Duval Street Just a one-horse town 
Jardine, and I'm cruising with DK and Amo on Island Time Radio.
Margaritas are flowing like the waves of the ocean Got my toes buried deep in the sand There's a warm summer breeze and a drink calling me Think I'll put on some Bob Marley jam Whiskey and rum are making me numb, Lord I can't even feel my face But I'm doing just fine Ain't got nothing but time Gonna lay in this hammock all day Bikinis and beer Yeah, I got it all right here Bikinis and beer There's a tiki bar down by the pier We got a good reggae band And our love in the sand It's a place I can just disappear Yeah, it's perfectly clear Why I like it down here It's bikinis and beer To the music that's playing Got a cold one in the palm of my hand The sunset looks nice With its big orange sky And all the ladies look great with their tans Another pina colada And a cocktail umbrella Pretty woman just caught my eye Yeah, I'm doing just fine Ain't got nothing but time Gonna lay in this hammock all night Bikinis and beer Yeah, I got it all right here Bikinis and beer There's a tiki bar down by the pier We got a good reggae band And our love in the sand It's a place I can just disappear Yeah, it's perfectly clear Why I like it down here It's bikinis and beer That is Todd Trusty, who we just talked to a few weeks back, and Bikinis and Beer. That is from his brand new release that just came out. It is called A Little Time in the Sand, produced by Todd, and uh, 12 great songs on that album. We also had the Beach Boys going back to the 90s, uh, the country album, Stars and Stripes, T. Graham Brown. And the Beach Boys together on Help Me Rhonda, great uh, version of it there. We had Mind Your Head Fred, Sonny Jim White, live in Siesta Key, The Boat Trunks, This Ain't Duval Street, live as well. And that's going to do it. Guess what, folks? You know what next week is? Next Monday? 22 years of Island Time. That's right. We have been on the air 22 years this coming Monday. So we're going to have a celebration show like we always do. 
And our very special guest in the first hour will be Bob Carwin. That's right, the man. What's his name? Out of San Diego, California. So we're looking forward to that. And we're also going to have Darby Ledbetter is going to be checking in later in the show. And uh, we might have one of these recorded interviews that we've been airing. Uh, Maybe Jim Hain. We're not sure. But uh, I haven't planned it all out yet. But it'll be our 22nd birthday next next week so join us right here on island time and thank you everybody who uh does listen to us every week we appreciate it so much (laughs) 